Welcome to another episode of I Am Nano. Putting the I in I Am Nano, I am your host, Irfani. And I am your other host, Monica. And today, we will be talking about how nanotechnology can make electrons hop. Well, what does that mean? Hopping electrons. Eh? Yes, that is so. Hopping electrons. So welcome to our Lit Update segment. And for this episode, let's talk about research that was published in the Journal of the American Chemical Society, so JAX, in December 2020 from Osaka University on improving intramolecular hopping through using organic molecules. So let's unpack that sentence. First off, what is an electron? Why do we want them to hop? Now, electrons are tiny little parts that make up atoms. They have a negative charge and kind of float around the center of the positive and neutral center of the atom. Atoms are the things in the periodic table like carbon, lithium, helium. Each of those letters on the periodic table is an atom and they can come together and make molecules. So essentially, everything has electrons. Yeah, exactly. Electrons are everywhere and they can move around and giving the right conditions, we can force them to move around and hop around within each other or within that big molecule. And we want them to hop because they can carry signals and they can carry these signals a lot faster when given the right conditions, minimizing lag in our devices, so to speak. So this is important for developing the exciting new field of organic conductors. And organic in this case doesn't mean from, you know, your ranch without pesticides. In this case, organic (laughs) means containing mostly carbon molecules. So molecules containing mostly carbon and then some oxygen, nitrogen, sulfur, and or phosphorus. Right. So if a chemist comes up to me saying they do organic, they mean they study carbon molecules and not my vegetables. Um, (laughs) That is very cool to see these tiny molecules that they design, which can be about 10 nanometers in length or even smaller. So now, why is this particular article interesting? What makes it special? It's special because organic conductors these days, when you actually build them into a prototype device and in their structure and their framework, their electrical conductivity actually decreases. So it goes down a lot from the theoretical. But in this work by Aso Sensei and colleagues, a new kind of rope, or should I say wire, if you want to think of it that way, it's a long chain made up from these molecules with little twists in them, and they can carry electric current with less resistance. So these small molecules that they have formed conduct electricity, and they can be an alternative to electronic devices that are made up of silicon, which we have previously discussed in our other episodes. And Mm -hmm. silicon is the key component part in our computers, cell phones, anything with a switch that powers on is pretty much containing silicon. Okay, so if they don't use silicon, what kind of molecules are they using? So in this work, they developed these wires made up of oligothiophenes, an oligomer and a thiophene unit together. The oligomer is something between a polymer and a monomer, and a thiophene Mm -hmm. is essentially a pentagon, taking us back, you know, remembering geometry class. So Mm -hmm. a pentagon shape, very, very tiny, you know, it's Mm -hmm. made out of atoms. So Mm -hmm. this pentagon, this thiophene unit has four carbon atoms and one sulfur atom. That's a thiophene. Oh, okay. 
And so polymers are large molecules made of small repeating molecular building blocks called monomers. So basically the monomer is one Lego piece, if you want to think about it like that. So if you put a few Legos together, less than 100 of them, that's called an oligomer. And then over 100 pieces, so many, many, many of them, then you have a polymer. Just make sure that the Lego pieces are the same type. So units are repeating ones and not random. Yeah, exactly. And so overall, this team designed and tested wires made up of these oligothiophenes, just one molecule thick, and found them to work really well. They designed small clusters of these wires to have, be very close in levels of energy to maximize conductivity so that electrons can hop faster. They did many arrangements and found that twisting the units worked really well. So what's unique about the twisting design? When it is a straight chain or the line of the wire, the levels of energy don't match up. Think of it like when you have to play leapfrog and then you leap down and down and then you have to leap up and down and up and down. You get tired really fast. But if you were leaping at the same height, so just in a straight line on the ground, all level, you travel faster, right? So same concept with electrons. The ground is the energy levels. Another way to picture it is if we think back to the 2008 Journey to the Center of the Earth movie, where the kid, Sean, has to go across the cataclysm of these magnetic floating rocks to get to the other side, mm -hmm. all the work needs to be done at the same level for him to hop over them, right? All the rocks need to be at the same height and he can hop across really easily. But if they fluctuate and if they go up and down, it makes it really hard for him to hop and go across. So when the molecular wire is straight, the energy levels are up and down, and the electron has a hard time hopping around to the other side. But when the wire has twist, then you can get the energy levels to match up, and the electron can bounce in a straight line. Yeah, so it's an interesting concept in the fact that for the energy levels to match up, well, then the molecule itself actually has to twist. So that's why mm. this work is so interesting. The amount of work to have the hopping sites at the same energy and design the molecules to twist in a certain way took mm -hmm. a lot of work, not only for making the molecules and their synthesis, but also the computational models and other experiments and the work. So overall, you align the steps in order to make all the hopping of the electrons at the same energy. You lose less energy when they all hop at the same energy level and less energy loss, you know, it gives you improved transport in your device. Oh, wow. So this is truly for a class of devices that really work at a nanoscale. That's really cool. Yeah, it really is lit work. And <laughs> carbon-based electronic devices require technically fewer toxic materials or harsh processing methods. So really, they can revolutionize our world. And they are very interesting and a new field under the class of organic materials. Oh, I like that. I like that. Fewer toxic materials. I really like that. Um, nice find on this article. This is really interesting. Looking forward to what's next. If you guys want to learn more, there will be a link in the description. And that is all the nano for today. Take care. And stay curious. <laughs>